means nothing but greens, parsley, peppers, cabbages, and celery, asparagus. Well, I don't know about that. And lettuce, he said, oh, well, not everybody well, likes all those things, quite, lady. Because I caught them in the autumn. In my oh, come on. Drama, drama, drama. Don't we get enough of that in our lives? Rooting through my rutabaga, reading my arugula, and ripping up the rampion, my champion, my favorite. Oh, my goodness. Selling him right there. Beans and beans. I don't even know if we're doing any of that in this uh, in this show tonight, lady. Randy? Yeah. Oh my God! Help me with this this wacky lady. Okay, we're not doing any of that. Not everybody likes those things. Oh, don't mess with her greens. Oh, Randy? Away with her. Welcome to another wacky and hopefully informative edition of Hazelnuts. Would you like to have Cooking with the Hazelnuts as a podcast? You can subscribe manually. The URL is http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash hazelnuts.xml. Thank you for listening. Hi, everybody. I am going to talk first a little bit about the new appliance that I have, and that's the Cook's Essentials Rotisserie Air Fryer Combination. We are going to make, for the first time, almond-crusted chicken fingers. <laughs> that's, I had to think of the name. Now, the... Uh, Air fryer description first. Uh, this is an oven made for QVC by Cook's Essentials. At the time of this recording, which is mid August, at the time we paid four easy payments of 45. Four easy payments of 45. I'm going to explain the fryer. Uh, it's plugged in right now. It's a very big oven, it's 12 quarts. It's a combination halogen which is a uh, really hot element on the top uh, air fryer. And there are a total of eight buttons, four groups on the left and four groups on the right. Um, first of all, let me just uh, tell you that the oven is shaped uh, square. Um, and then there are handholds to hang on to it on the sides. Uh, the cover has a handle on the front of it that lifts up, so it, the basket doesn't actually pull out as other normal traditional baskets are. Um, so the oven uh, lid just pulls up, and it's notched. I'll let you hear it. I'll let you hear the sound. had to move something out of the way and uh, inside is a rack which is removable and it fits in the oven with the oven comes a rotisserie spit rod that you can put chickens on there is a baking pan which is actually a miniature pizza pan and you could make a, a small pizza in it I'd say 10 inch uh, 10 inch pizza very nice and then there are rotisserie forks that you can use, I would imagine, to pin things together. I have not explored them yet. And a basket that you can put snacks in, like uh, 
pizza rolls, cheese sticks, or whatever, and the basket is a cylinder that has a clamp on it that just locks in place, and then the, the basket goes through the spit rod, and the spit rod mount on a little hole at the rear, and then it rests on this little bracket in the front. There's a handle that's on the very right-hand side of the oven. Actually, it's a lever on the right side of the oven, and it pulls up, and then you can lower the oven door till it's closed and you release the lever and now it's closed. Um, I will come back with the physical descriptions of the buttons and I would like to thank Dave and Chris Reeder for labeling the entire device and um, I would like to get them to explain how they did it so We'll get them on in a future show. Uh, I'll explain a little bit how they've done it, but um, I'd like them to come on and tell you all about it. So thanks to them. Um, I was able to uh, grab the oven um, and actually start cooking way easier than I would if I had to get sight of assistance for the, um, for the oven. All right, so... Um, just basically, uh, we have eight presets on the oven and I will describe those. So I'm gonna go ahead and pause here and make up the ingredients for the almond crusted chicken fingers and then we'll be back to actually hear what the oven sounds like when I start it up. Now I did run it for about five minutes just to make sure that, that it heated and it's very, very quiet. All right, now I've mixed up all the dry ingredients and remember, I will tell you all about the dry ingredients. Actually, uh, Terry mixed them up. I made an egg wash, which is just eggs and uh, their eggs have been whisked into a bowl. And we're using almond flour and spices for the dry ingredients. Now I'm gonna get my Denny's meat tenderizer. Now, as I explained, the, deep, the meat tenderizer has a cover on it, and I'll, I'll remove the cover. And I'll set it aside, because we won't be needing it. And I'm going to let you hear this meat tenderizer. I honestly don't remember if I've demonstrated it before, but I'm going to show you what it's like. Um, it's kind of flat on top. On the bottom is made out of metal and it looks kind of like a Hershey bar would look and when you push down on the handles like this uh, it's just one handle actually you hear that those are the blades coming out of these little holes that are in this candy bar like shaped device and I'll release it so you just go like this onto the meat of choice and each time you hear that, there are little blades that are coming out. And so I've got some chicken breasts here that I'm going to have on my plate. And the plate is in the sink. And I'm going to just take them out of the bag and I'm going to tenderize them because I want them flat. Because we're going to have to cut these into strips and we're going to be making almond encrusted chicken fingers. So I'm opening the bag. Of chicken breasts. Yeah. 
and I'm going to, oh, the sink has been washed, by the way. And then I'm going to take the chicken breasts and put them on the plate and start punching holes in them. So I place the chicken breast on the plate and now chicken, uh, the meat tenderizer is sitting um, in the plate and I'm just going to simply press down and you can hear it, it's flattening and putting little flavor channel holes into the, uh-huh, into the chicken breast. I turn it over, I'm going to do the same thing, and we'll probably get one, two, maybe three chicken fingers out of this um, chicken breast. Okay, there's, there's one. I'll take another breast out, put it on a plate, and I'll do the same thing, and I'm, I'm just going to press and make holes into the chicken breast, turn it over, do it again. You can see it's a real simple solution. That's done. Stack it on top of the other one. And then we're going to go again. Um, yeah. And I'm using one hand to press down, and I'm turning it over with the other hand. You don't have to have much much muscle at all to do the chicken breasts. Now you want these breasts to be nice and flat, and this is what the tenderizer is doing. Punch, punching holes and making everything flat. so that we can cut them into strips. And I'm going to use a meat scissor to cut these. turn each breast over when I do this over and we just do this over and over and over again until it looks like they are wide enough to where I can cut them into like three strips and I have I think maybe one more breast to go and this is a real big fat chicken breast so I'm going to do the same thing to this make it nice and flat. I'm going to turn it over. You see it doesn't take very long. But this is kind of stubborn because it's, it's so big and thick that it's going to take a little more effort to get this flat so I can cut it into strips. And with this one I'm going to flip it over the long way so I can go along the length of it to really get some good flat area so I can cut it up and make chicken fingers out of it. I know Jason Castanguay, my co-host for Main Menu, really would like to hear this meat tenderizer in action because he's going to get one. I think Debbie will get one too. 
now that she hears it. Alright, we've done... Four breasts. All right, huh? You want me to cut the strips? Would you like to do that? Yeah, that'd be. I'd, I'd love that. Okay, so um, we gotta find the scissor. I'm gonna roll this bag. Well, I'm gonna let's. I'm gonna turn on the water. Empty all the chicken. These were frozen, so I'm gonna empty all the water out of here into the left sink. And remember. Wash, wash, wash. Thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly wash sinks, hands, faucets, whenever these are done. Okay, the um, chicken breasts are in the right sink. And I think the scissor, meat scissors on top somewhere. Some kitchen shears. Oh, did you? It should work. Are you sure you don't want those other spring-loaded ones? No, it's okay. Gonna wash hands. Now with this fryer, you, you don't have to preheat it if you're using one of the one of eight automatic settings. And since this is chicken, I'm going to um, use the setting that's called chicken wings. And in about 15 minutes, they should be cooked and done. And this is the first time that we've ever done almond-encrusted chicken fingers. I've never tasted almond flour anything. I'm going to make sure my hands are dry. The, they have to be dipped in egg wash first and then the seasoning. So my hands are washed and dried. You got them cut up already? Wow. All right, they're almost ready to be dipped. As I say, um, the dry ingredients in the egg have been all prepared. So all I have to do is dredge them in, well, dip them into egg and then dredge them into the almond flour mixture. Uh, recipe to follow this demonstration. I'm excited about this because this is the first time we've ever done a new recipe and a new fryer. Okay, that was me taking the egg. Uh, make sure I have it stored in the microwave because mm, it's just uh, best not to have everything sitting around in the summertime where 
flying things could gain access to the mixtures. Okay, I have a bowl here that has eggs that are all mixed. And I have my dry seasoning. There's a plate over it. I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna give it a sniff here because I have not smelled this before. Hmm, doesn't have much of a smell that I can smell, but it's really a coarse mixture, so I'm excited to try it. Thank you, thank you very much. Okay. Um, Alright, I have a plate here in my hand. I'm going to set it down. Thank you for doing the chicken. Okay. Oh, actually, I, could, I didn't have to take that out. Because there's a plate already that I could... Okay. Alright, I have my plate. And now we'll start the process. I'm going to check and see where my phone is. I don't want anything to drip onto the phone. Okay, it's over here. Alright, so the first thing we do is... Okay, I have a plate. Here's how I have my items lined up. Egg in a bowl. Seasoning, including the almond flour, into a bowl. Plate to put the finished product on. And beyond the plate is uh, my chicken strips. Oh, they look very good. All right, so dip it into the egg. Shake it off a little bit. Dip it into the flour mixture, almond flour mixture, to where it's coated. It's coating very nicely too, I might add. Set it, uh, set the finished product on a plate. I'm shaking it off just a little bit for the excess. And we repeat. Grab a piece of chicken, drop it into the egg, and turning it over and over, end to end, so it's all coated with the egg. Shake off the excess. Put it into the flour mixture almond flour mixture, dipping, turning, till it's heavily coated, shake off excess, put it on the plate, and repeat. Chicken finger and egg, Shake off excess, drop it in mixture of flour, roll it around. Oh, I can, I can actually smell it a little bit now. Shake off the excess, put it on the plate. And repeat. Egg. Seasoning, lay it on the plate. I can kind of tell this egg mixture with the almond flour is kind of it's kind of getting a little pasty. So 
that's all right and just wipe our fingers off onto a napkin okay there goes another piece into the egg shake off put into the mixture of almond flour shake excess off let me grab a paper towel here. Well, when I first saw this, I thought, wow, there's a lot of flour, but you know what? It holds a lot of the, the almond mixture. Can you shake that off? Yeah, and this rack will hold two more, and then we should cook them. Okay. Um, probably have to do this in two stages. You're absolutely right. Wow, okay, that's... Would you say we have half? Half of the strips left? Mm, yeah, I'd say so. Okay, because this is this will be the last one. So I could put it in the machine and then turn it on. Uh-huh. I'm gonna lay the foam down right here for recording. And we're gonna lower the lid. So there's a lock on the right hand side. I'm gonna raise the lock with my right hand. And now I'm gonna lo lower the cover down. Here it goes. Release the lock. And we're going to be working with the right hand group of buttons. Power is the first one on the right column. Press it. And then menu is bottom left. Push that four times for chicken wings. There's chicken wings. Now I'll hit the start button. And we will see how they turn out. Now you're going to hear this oven as it progresses, it's going to speed up. And that's probably because it's warming up more and more and then finishing the sequence so you can probably hear it's not as loud as the other fryers normally are Later on, I will tell you what the sequence of the menus are for the presets. Now, this is the first time, as you know, that we have ever done anything in this device. So I'm going to check the temperature with the temperature probe. Did they, uh, did you use up all of the batter? Yeah. Cool. It, was there enough? They coated quite nicely, didn't they?
Well, you can probably hear that uh, it's not very loud. So I'm going to come over and wash my hands. I just used my right hand to operate the oven because the other hand had batter on it. Well, so far I like the almond flour mixture. It's very, um, it's it's quite thick. So I think the breading is going to be very good. And I, I just hope it tastes as good as the coating looks because it sure has a nice feel to it. Did you like the way it felt to the touch? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Real coarse. Oh! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm smelling the cooking process. Oh, boy, it smells good. I'm bringing my nose over to the, uh, the, the air vents. smell good smell very good so what we'll do is we'll take out the first batch and I'll I can check the temperature and see how they're doing we want them at about 165 and I'm fairly certain that they're gonna cook quite evenly you can bake in this device you can oh time uh, I wish I would have checked 448. So they've been probably going since a quarter two, I think. Um, you can you can bake in this device. You can uh, broil, broil or roast it. It will go all the way up to I think she said 461 degrees or 465. It's it's one of those two. And this cooks uh, for chicken wings at about 460. So you can tell the temperature is right up there. Well, they want you to cook them at 375. This cooks at four. This is cooking at 461. Or something like that. Remember, this is just a, an experiment. Um, we're going to try some PB2 brownies in this thing. Uh, we have a pan that will fit it perfectly, so we want to make sure that we get the temperature set right for those because it cooks at 325, so we'll have to set the oven accordingly, the fryer accordingly. And the heat that's coming out of the vents is very warm. It's, this thing is pretty well vented in the back and on the sides. I'll set the phone near the fryer here and uh, we'll let you hear what it sounds like when everything stops. By the way, I'm recording on an iPhone 6S and using Dropbox for my recording.
here. Since this is the first time that's ever I've ever done this, I'm gonna raise this up. And it shuts off. Wow, that is hot. And boy, are they crusted. They're battered really well. Alright, so let's check the temperature of this one. No, 157. And then when you when you lower the cover, it starts right where it left off. So it's a very cool device. All right, so we're going to check these. power four times for chicken wings and start that's all there is to it that easy and we have more chicken fingers cooking how would you like to submit a recipe to us just tell us the recipe you'd like to submit on twitter at acb hazelnuts that's a c b hazelnuts h-a-z-e-l-n-u-t-s do you have a suggestion for the show have something to offer? Just tweet us. Now it's time for sound bite. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we will be told something else about this as time goes on. But for now, this sound bite is a reminder to not wash poultry particularly. Uh, I remember getting some people really angry at me <laughs> some years ago when I posted this out on Twitter and I was watching Dr. Oz and I went and researched it and yes, it is true. I'm not sure that it is always as true about other meats, but particularly with poultry, it is said that often it makes bacteria fly around so that you could end up with bacteria oh, in your sink and on your countertops and things like that. So it is recommended to not wash uh, chicken or turkey. Uh, and it always feels a little funny to me. I cooked some turkey thighs the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, it feels funny. But um, And yeah, even with the inside of the turkey, um, you know, I, I have a tendency to still want to wash that out and take any extra kind of, I don't know, something that doesn't feel very right in there out. Uh, but I believe, well, when they say don't, it means don't. <laughs> Hi. 
<laughs> we always do this, don't we? Yeah. We always we say better. We're happy, we always we say like we're happy to hear you and we're laughing and we everything. We may not like it if we don't say hi to them. And also we're laughing because we're laughing. You know, we're really laughing at the audience. You know that, right? Well, you say that, but they're they're probably really <laughs> laughing at you. <laughs> probably are. Oh, I hope everybody's doing well. It's been a real kind of a real uh, busy week for both of us here. Mm-hmm. So let me uh, just kind of start in by saying last week, if you if you recall, uh, <laughs> my oven story uh, has carried into a new because you were uh, out of your element. Yes, I know mm-hmm. element, right? Uh, decided on a Breville. Oven, which I'm really excited about because Debbie and I were talking about Breville uh, last, was it last night or this morning? Last or night or night? early in the morning on Roger. We were Rogering about Breville. Roger Breville. I re- <laughs> Bravo Breville. I really like their coffee pot. Have a great... Well, I want to I, I ask you about that too. Yes. I'm sure the dials can be marked, but it's got so many smart features on it that uh, it would take anybody in... A little bit of adaptation and you could have a heck of a nice oven i think i would think so i was frustrated with the coffee pot because there's a there are a lot of settings and um it's really not totally accessible at one point we had it set to a medium grind or or something or it was medium strength is what it was set for that's or something that sounds like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't it wasn't grinding the amount of coffee that was in the hopper. It was a figuring out how much it should be and then you it was figuring on how many cups that it was going to be and I mean it was just doing too much figuring out. So I had her change it to say, you know, maximum strength and yeah. You know, I don't I don't even remember what else there's so many settings, but now it you know it grinds it all and it, I love its design. It's got one of those um, metal or stainless steel coffee pots. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, the yeah. Uh, the uh, double wall carafe. Yeah, and so uh-huh. um, after I fill it, then I take it over and uh, put hot water in it and let it sit while I'm doing the rest of everything to get the coffee beans in it and and. Um, the filters and all that and it's it's pretty meticulous in what you have to do to clean it out it's not that it's difficult but like i guess it puts a light out there that says you know something about clean me or something so that you get the the filter out of there and it gives you the the um what is that kind of filter basket that's uh, metal i know it's a metal basket yeah i don't know if it's stainless steel but i put paper in it as well mm-hmm. um in fact in fact um des learned a long time ago it'd be a good sound bite i put two paper filters in the the um the metal one and it just tastes even better um but it has it has another little tray you have to take out to clean it as well and then and then it has another place that you lift up a little bar and pour in the water and it beeps when it's full and i like to i just like to you know really fill it up and and so that i know i'm going to get a nice full pot so then when it 
when it drips, it does not make a mess at all. It is just totally contained. It, you know how some coffee pots, when they're dripping, it just flies everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not this one. It's totally, totally secure within itself. It's. It, I just love its design, and it has a... It beeps when it's done, and you can also... It has that little... I forgot what you call that little ball, um, but when if you want to take it out the pot and have a cup before it's finished, you can do that. It won't drip anywhere because yeah, it's, it's contained uh, in the filter. The quick brew, yeah, or not the quick brew, it's like uh, the pour and brew or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know what you mean. I do. <laughs> pour and brew. It's, it's so that you <laughs> yeah. can, no, no, it's something, it's so you can have a cup before it's finished brewing. Did you, yeah. did you like how I said I was uh, something about my, my brined and grew? Well, you know, it wasn't only that, but you made me lose sleep um, <laughs> because of all this Breville talk. <laughs> um, you started saying, oh, I love my Breville. And so I said, okay, so then I got on YouTube on my phone and laid there and I thought, I'm going to try to sleep for just a few minutes. And I thought, for uh, Breville products. So I looked mm-hmm. at ovens, and I found the one that I wanted. And then I looked at coffee machines, and I went, oh, this, is, this really looks cool. And then I started watching reviews on both things. Mm, and they, uh, they are Oh, they get good ratings. I and they uh, Oh, they, they really do. And uh, both the devices are just, I just like, I, I want these. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> coffee pot, I mean, we have a Keurig as well. Oh, yeah. But I find that I love that smell and taste of fresh ground beans. And, um, you know, the Keurig is great for no mess. Mm-hmm. But but I find that when I feel up to, you know, just making a pot and having it grind like that, I know it saves because, you know, it's it's cheaper in the long run to have a pot and everybody to have what they want and and um you know than it is to do keurig all the time and that coffee yep. pot was over 300 it's not a cheap coffee pot <laughs> i saw it um on uh, the i saw them on the qvc website for 299 i think <laughs> it was the oven uh has i finally figured this out remember we were talking about roasting and baking and broiling yeah. and Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the center um, rack is for cookies, and it is for baking, like, you know, all the good stuff, uh, cookies and brownies and things like that. And it has a magnetic catch that it catches on the catches the center rack, and it helps, helps to pull it out just a little bit so you don't have to reach so far in. Mm-hmm. And then the top of it. Oh, and and the middle one is for toast as well. There's a toast setting yeah. for mm-hmm. for dark and extra dark and light, and you can put six toasts in there. Six and toasts then the, or slices. Six slices of toast. Six toasts. I can't talk. I can't add right. Uh, <laughs> what good am I on this show? <laughs> oh well. I oh go dear. That oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you something funny. I got a I got a Roger message. Uh, somebody, um, I had some problems with uh, Roger and my phone and stuff when I first got my iPhone 6s, and 
uh, one person came on and said, I miss you on Roger. And then other people <laughs> in the room are going, <laughs> what a reputation I must have. <laughs> I know. Every time I find myself going, I always say, oh, gosh, Randy, I'm so sorry to be taking your name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> and the boiling rack is on the top of the uh, device. <laughs> I see. Let's change that subject. <laughs> and I don't. Rem- I don't know what the bottom is for. The bottom. If there's a lower rack, I don't. Yep. Is yep. there? Well, it might be where you roast. Then maybe that's they want what, you to roast on the bottom. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. So I'm pretty keyed about getting it. I really am. Cool. I'm. Uh, Really excited. Yeah. I mean, a lot of roasts will take up more room. Like if I do a turkey, I will want more room from the bottom to the top of the Mm -hmm. oven. So I'll take out, usually take out the middle rack and put the other rack at the very bottom. Mm -hmm. Or the upper rack and put the other one at the very bottom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So when are you going to get it? Well, when our taxes come in, then uh, we're going to... We're going to, like, get on the computer immediately. Mm-hmm. So then you lose counter space. Is that the deal? You would. I would lose counter space. Um, and I'd hoped that I would put it on the cart that my <laughs> my new uh, air fryer was on. And, oh, speaking of which. We already heard the demo. Gen- Beg your pardon? We already heard the demo. Which of your oh, air fryer? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. The th- we did. Okay. Yeah. Well, how'd you, how'd you like it? It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about ready to say there's a wonderful gentleman doing a review of, uh, of a new uh, air fryer oven combo, and uh, that's but different. You it. <laughs> oh no, this other gentleman. This this is a real. You mean you mean. <laughs> You mean a real gentleman? No. No, I mean me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that ends this edition of Cooking with Hazelnuts. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. um, Can you have that one that you're getting built in, like, under your counter? I really don't know. It's called an uh, countertop oven, so I don't. I don't. I suppose one could, but I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah. Kind of cool, though. Yeah. Or does your does your cart that you have this new other appliance on? Does it have shelves? It it has, but it wouldn't have a shelf underneath for a, for an other you know large appliance. Yeah. I don't think. Okay. Okay. Unless I clear, you know, a, a lot of other stuff <laughs> off of it. You know, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, but how exciting. I mean, in any case, it sounds exciting and it sounds like you're going to love it. Is it as big as most regular ovens that are built in? Well, it'll hold a, a full-size, uh, you know, 9 by 13 for sure. It'll hold a, tw- a 13-inch pizza. Mm. It will hold a, a an 8-pound roast, so probably not quite as... <clears throat> Probably not quite as big. Yeah, but, oh, it sounds great. It yeah. Sounds really good. Convection cooking as well. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited about it. Because, um, you know, one thing convection cooking, ladies and gentlemen, it does cook uh, like 33% faster, and that will get brownies into my hand a lot faster than normal, which is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember what I had known about convection cooking 
Larry had a convection oven, and I know it's really good for meat. It will cook meat faster, and I can't mm-hmm. remember what it said about baking. Cause I, I think, can tell you one thing. Hmm, it puts it, the moisture in, doesn't it? Well, what it actually does, it actually um, creates a more of a browner surface on things. Hmm. So, like, if you were doing, like, uh, muffins, you – or, well, if you're doing, like, quick bread, you may not want that. So, you may want to go to regular cooking, but it all depends on your preference. Well, I've seen demonstrations of cookies, quick breads, breads, hmm. muffins, and pizza. So, many things. Wow. Okay. And then they say that you don't have to use it. If you, why wouldn't you want to? I wouldn't. I would think you would. Well, it would depend on if it keeps things crisp or not. But yeah, it would figure out. You would put in the time that you that you would normally cook something, and it would figure out how there to is a, shorten. Yeah, there, there's a setting for that, and there's also if you didn't want to use the smart settings, you'd have to calculate it in your head. And we all know I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. it's pretty cool, though. I mean, that's yeah. that sounds really good. I've. Yeah. Um, I one night made um, turkey thighs. I prefer dark meat. Mm-hmm. And um, so we got turkey, and we don't eat much chicken around here. So got turkey thighs and just put some uh, Himalayan uh, sea salt and some um, black pepper on them and um, just baked them. And then made some uh, basmati rice and uh, some steamed carrots and then Uh made some gravy. And, uh, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, that was really good. It sounds just absolutely superb. Mm, It was. It was really good. I I love gravy and basmati rice and, uh, you know, as we all know, there isn't really much that I don't care for. Well, we started to do it in the pressure cooker, but... Um, I debated because um, I usually like to keep the skin on and if it's mm-hmm. really if it's if it comes out like if it's baked I like to eat the skin even though they recommend that we not eat the skin but I didn't really want the skin on for the pressure cooker I probably might have wanted to pull it off when I brought when I brought it out mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just ended up, I uh, probably could have, you know, done it all. And I was even wondering, have you ever made gravy? Like if you've, well, have you ever thrown your, you've made gravy in the pressure cooker, but have you ever thrown your rice in the pressure In the cooker? gravy, you mean? or Yeah, or or in the liquid that's in the pressure cooker at a certain, either way. Are you kidding me? Of course, all the yeah. time, and it's wonderful. Yeah, I was thinking it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I well, I, I shouldn't say I do it all the time. It depends on what I want. But oh my gosh, you know when I make, um, you know, a lot of things like, for instance, uh, uh, oh, like quinoa. Quinoa, I usually, you know, add all kinds of things. You know, like the great, like a gravy or a uh, bouillon of some kind or soup or whatever. I, I I tend to like my rice with a lot of or or well, not that quinoa is a rice. It's a not, but. It's a grain, but I love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, really do. Well, I know a couple of people here, they prefer rice any day over potatoes. That's not me. But, I mean, me I either. like rice. I like it. I just don't, I don't necessarily want it every meal or I don't 
you know, I'd, they'll eat eggs with rice. They'll eat anything with <laughs> with rice. <laughs> oh. And they love to have leftover rice and just do lots of stuff with it. And, you know, it's a smart idea. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a more of a potato person, but... Um, yeah, but rice yeah, is probably too. better for us. Well, it probably is, but there's so many things you. Well, there's so many things you can do with rice. I was going to say there's so many things you can do with potatoes too. Yeah, but, but there's you know, oh, let's face it, it's all good. It is all good. It is all good. I haven't really, I don't know, I haven't really cooked anything else per se this it's week. summertime, obviously. Here, as you're hearing this, it's mid-August, and I. I've been eating a lot of salads and things like that, and uh, we made a wonderful tequila berry salad, uh, which consists of cauliflower, bacon, um, lettuce, sugar, Yum. vinegar, and it's going to sit like for two hours, and we had that with my famous popcorn meatloaf. And oh, that was wow. a meal! So that was so incredibly good. Now, the meatloaf on the Traeger grill. But let me, what I did, and it turned out just wonderful. We didn't have any bread. We didn't have any crackers. We didn't have any. Well, we had oats, but we just didn't put any in. So we decided to use popcorn. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I took. Uh, we ate one bowl of popcorn. Then we thought, well, as long as the popcorn is out, let's make another batch of popcorn. So we made another batch of popcorn, and I I took a little pinch of uh, flavacol and you know mm-hmm. put it in there. Thought maybe instead of adding salt, flavacol mm-hmm. would be kind of nice. And yep. then, oh yeah, when it was done, when it was all done, I had just happened to get from Amazon some Hoosier Farm Hoosier who, yeah Hoosier Farm uh, cheddar cheese powder, and um, I had mixed that in with the popcorn, dropped the whole thing into the uh, Vitamix, and that was so. That was my I processed, you know, the popcorn wow. and, the, and the cheese With and the that. cheese. Oh yes, man. and I added that to the meatloaf and cool. smoked it. Well, I mean, oh, I smoked it. Wow. Smoker, I, I should should be careful here. <laughs> did it light up well? <laughs> no, it, it sure did. <laughs> the neighbors came from miles around <laughs> and put it on the smoker uh, grill combination. I'm going to tell you something. Oh, it was so good. It was mm. really fun. So we've been doing cooking outside and, you know, salads mostly because it's been so hot oh, here. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, let's see. What, I got a new dinner bell. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, um, people get kind of tired if I'm involved with computers and things like that. Sometimes people call me for dinner and I don't even hear them, so they eat without me. Would you would you like me to, you <laughs> like sure. to hear? Sure. Okay, just a second. Let me, let me get it for you. You, you talk and... Get my dinner bell. Okay, here it is. Uh oh. <laughs> Are you sure that's not the bell to call the dogs? <laughs> and I got another one here that you probably would. Here's my favorite one. This this will get me from miles around. <laughs> oh, ow! All right. So now it's time for me to now it's time for me to fess up. Those are actually harmony bells that I got from Amazon to hang in the wind, and they're rustic bells made out of uh, like a cowbell material, and oh, the clappers yeah. are made out of wood. Oh, wow. So you hang them in the window, and then if the window's open, you can hear them? 
No, hang them in the wind. Oh, in the wind. I thought you said yeah. in the window. If I did, I, I misspoke. Okay, in the wind. <laughs> in the wind. Oh, yes. <laughs> Not in the window. <laughs> yeah, very cool sounding bells, but I figure it was yeah. good for a laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody needs to call you for dinner. No, no, that is very true. Besides, you're usually the caller, not the callee. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come to dinner. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, very busy. I don't know. I made brownies one night. Um, Did you? Yeah, but that was that was about it. I don't, I, uh, I, with all of us here, we do different things. Somebody takes a turn to cook and somebody else does something or we go out or, you know, there's four of us here most of the, most nights, so. Now I'm trying to remember, is it Bob? Is that his name? Or Roger? Or what's your, uh, what's Des's brother? brother? Tony. Yeah, Tony. Oh, it sounds a lot that. like Bob or Roger, doesn't it? Bob Roger. <laughs> Roger Bob. Hi, my name's Roger Bob. I shouldn't. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds similar to Tony. it kind of does so is he he a good cook too oh yeah yeah he he and i had fun one night a couple of weeks ago making um he wanted to make the fish in the old oil-based emerald fryer Mm -hmm. and and hush puppies and i was making um french fries in the um, cook's essential air fryer (sighs) and i still say that I want to get these two fryers side by side and try something and see. I could help settle that debate for you right you, now. Yeah, probably. you could be a tester. <laughs> you could be a beta tester. Well, actually, I really think that the, the wattage is lower on the Cook's Essentials than it is on the Philips. Now, I, I don't remember what the wattage is exactly, but I think Cook's Essentials ovens mostly are like around 1,200 watts. Okay. I don't know. What is the Philips? I think it's 15 Mm-hmm. I think I think it is. So what would that mean? It would need more cook time. More cook time. Yeah. Temperature remember is always the same. Mm-hmm. But cook time yep. since the wadge is lower would take a little bit longer. Now that with my new fryer, it would <clears throat> the wattage is lower, but it uses a combination of air frying and halogen, which right. halogen is a you know it's a bulb on top. And so there's more penetration. It sounds evil, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> I'm going to turn on the halogen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll rule the world. So you'll you'll have heard on the demonstration that uh, it doesn't does not take very long, about 15 minutes to do chicken wings or chicken whatever, and uh, it's done. So yeah, it's pretty neat. At lower wattage, different methods of cooking, you know, air and halogen and stuff so all good yeah well now that you did the demo on the new fryer um and i know you're crazy about it how was using it other than not only tasting it the food in it but um how was using it working with it once you learn the control panel or you know it's like anything else once you learn it and you know you there's some memorization it's not as easy as stepping up and turning a dial and and it's on and ready, but once you memorize it, you're good. Great. And what I think of it, I just think um, it's like your, I'm sure it's like yours. You have to, you know, there's a few buttons you have to memorize. Yeah, but as far as what, you know, as far as like once you used it and 
the results you got, you were very, really happy with. Oh boy, I just wish I could have done the demonstration, a file that I was going to present to you guys about actually tasting all, uh, the almond uh, taste. It's so good and crunchy and wonderful. Uh, results are good. Uh, the only issue that I have is <laughs> it's such a deep oven, you um, or fryer rather. Um, you could uh, you could just I mean, when you reach in, you you have a, a really wide open space, and so you have to change your method a little bit. You don't just pull out a basket or whatever. Um, there's a there's handholds on the side that you can lift the whole inner lining out and set it on a, a counter. Uh, uh, well, be careful. <laughs> set it on like a a trivet or you know some sort of heat resistant um, counter. Oh, what word am I trying to say? You know, like a um, somewhere where a, it's safe to put something a hot, hot. Yeah, a hot okay. pad like thing or a hot, you know mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So yeah, you can either reach in. Or, you know, you can just take the whole thing out, and it's just bigger. So it's just a little something to get used to, but nothing really at a, dis- at a disadvantage. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you just have to be, you just have to, you have to just remember, you know, your spatial um, um, you can't just judgment re- has to change. You can't reach in, though, and move stuff around, like, with oh, a yeah. utensil? Oh, sure. Okay. You well, can. Yeah. Yeah. I, I use a spurtle sometimes uh, for these types of things, and um, when when you give that a stir, yeah, oh yeah, definitely, it's it's really going to be a pleasure to cook in. Yeah, great. So I start getting used to it. Yeah, you can do bigger batches of fries or anything like that. Well, it's twelve quarts, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> I I think it's what I want to try are breaded pork chops in the device. I okay. think that will be really yeah. good, and I'll let you know my findings. Yeah. We will be back next week. We sure will. We're still waiting for Larry once he settles down with all the convention stuff. And oh, just keep de- you just you got to get used to DMing him when yeah. people are wondering where the feed is. No, or no, I, I meant else. we're going to do a you, barbecue you, cook-off. Well, just DM him. So yeah, a cook-off. Yeah. Yep. Cook Tell off. him you've been wanting another grill friend. <laughs> Hey, thanks for joining us. Have some good coffee. And is the big R on or off his dot? All I want is a proper cup of coffee made in a proper cup of coffee coffee I may be off my dot, but I want a cup of coffee from a proper cup of coffee. I have coffee pots, tin coffee pots, but they're no use to me. I can't have a proper cup of coffee from a proper cup of coffee, but I'll have a cup of tea. All I want is a proper cup of coffee made in a proper cup of coffee pot. I may be off my top, but I want a cup of coffee from a proper coffee pot. I have coffee pots and tin coffee pots, so they're no use to me. If I can't have a proper cup of coffee from a proper cup of coffee pot, I'll have a cup of tea.